Yo, what's happening, Jamal? Ah, Jared. Get out of town. Look at 10th episode. episode. How are you doing? 10. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm so excited. We've got such good people coming on this episode. You are not wrong. You are not wrong, oh, friend. It is so rad. Thank I'm excited you. to be back in the space. Sorry to everyone that listened. We've been missing yeah, in action for a bit, but we you back. You can blame it on the panaloons that is COVID. Yeah. Panaloons. Yeah. Yeah. The panny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Before we get started, yes, sir. We recognize this country as being the lands taken care of by traditional owners and acknowledge the Yagra and Turbal people on whose land we are recording. We pay our respects to the elders past, present, and emerging and acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as the First Nation people of Australia. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate that. Um, what's been happening in your world? Oh man, the pantaloons of COVID have been mm. getting me down. Really? Um, yeah, it's been you a bit of a, your pantaloons. I lost my pantaloons. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been it's been a bit of a weird year. Yeah, like it has. in my mind, twenty twenty one was just going to come out like Poof, no mm. more COVID, get back to usual. But yeah, it's been a bit of a hectic year. We, I know. I did some cool stuff. I got to see Tazzy for the first time. Oh. So that was amazing, getting, getting out and about, seeing more of Did you get wiped the, out in Cradle Mountain? Or? Oh, it was good. It was good. We, we almost got stuck there for extra days, but we had to come back early because oh, of COVID. Oh, I got mm. stuck in oh, Tasmania. What a oh, terrible place to be. Such a beautiful, such a beautiful spot. Other than that, just being, being around, mm. just... When we do have the opportunity to get out, going on hikes and getting out into the, the bush a bit, getting stretching the legs so that when if when and if we ever do get stuck back in home, mm. that we've got what we need to get done. Been out and seen a few little cool things mm. on my list. Oh. On my list. And on you, what's list. been happening? Tell us. Uh, you always got adventures. <laughs> always got adventures. I mean, I wouldn't say I've been as active as you, as oh. Jenna Wortham likes to say. My sweat turned into yum-yums, but, um, you know, I feel like everyone turned and had some COVID kilos and that's impacted a few things, but, you know, whatever. I definitely found some of those. Yeah, I, I love a good um, I love a good brunch and, you know, cooking mm. at home, you know, perfecting some recipes. Oh, yeah. You know, um, you know what else has been happening? A few art shows here and there, sprinkled in for good measure. Um, you just always underplay it because if anyone that listens to this goes on your social media, it's just like, boots. Yeah, well, I like to give people a bit of mystery. Like, I feel like I'm those books where, like, you know, choose, choose your, own your own adventure. adventure. Yeah. You know, it could be like, oh, she's going to have a quiet one, but really, <laughs> turn to, to page, page 85. <laughs> so you didn't have a quiet one. No. Um, oh, you know what? To be honest, I literally cannot remember what I've done in the past few months. I know I've met a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, you know, had some good chats, had some good foods, definitely a lot of brunches before the lockdowns. Mm. And, um, you know, I just went to a uh, an art exhibition launch. Oh, we went to two, actually. Yes, last week for IMA. Mm. Um, that, was, that was pretty phenomenal. Um, one of my mates is actually going for a position there. And, um, you know, he likes to think that I know everybody in the art scene. Yeah, and you do. And, oh, no, not really. Anyway, we're, we're talking to this uh, lass and uh, as we left, I was like, now, who is that? And he said, oh, that's just the director. I said, oh, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Cool. Don't do that <laughs> ever again. But, uh, yeah, yeah, anyway, what's on your list? What's on your Brisbane built list? Oh, I've got a few. So, as I was saying earlier, my wife, what a treat. Mm. For our anniversary, she got us tickets to go to the Tivoli mm. to watch... Sahara Beck. 
Oh. And she was performing. How with, good is Sahara? She's amazing. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, so, like Sarah. Sarah. Sorry. I think it's Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. If I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Abs- like the most beautiful voice. And mm. listening to Love, you may as well be listening to like a, a record. Like it's that well. Oh, wow. You're a purist. You go straight to the vinyl. Yeah, no. If you want good sound, you oh. go to the vinyl. Okay. Or in her case, go to her Love show. Cause Boom. It's that amazing. And she, so the event we went to was her in Cal- in in calibration no not calibration <laughs> collaboration. collaboration yeah stop <laughs> collaboration listen with uh briefs factory so these so like burley bonds a creative kevin klein collective who manufacture cultivate and present evocative physical performance oh so, so not undergarments I s- no 100 oh, okay. undergarments oh yeah source and but like burlesque mixed with acrobatics it was absolutely amazing so if anyone's keen hit brief factory i think the event was called brief bites because it's food and a show and a treat Mm. so those those first two up and then we went to keely uh like the listening party we went to last year oh lord that was hiss and so like sundream yeah, and so when I don't know if it was in Tassie when we were doing a bit of driving, I was like, "Oh man, let me see if I can find that track on Spotify." Mm. And man, I found it. Daydream. It's Daydream. just been on my playlist, like. And again, but what does this, what does this front the, the the start sound like? Back, back. <laughs> so that's been on heavy rotation, and then a track that dropped the last few days, chilling at Henny and Reefer. Just a bit of a rap song. That bit of Henny, bit of reefer. Mm. Jared, I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, just listen to it. It's, it's all the good stuff. Mm. And um, then obviously mm. representing yes. Silk and Squeege. If you don't know right now, Jared is actually wearing our merchandise. <laughs> yeah, repping mm. Vanya. We met him. He's such a treat. Such a cool space. Mm. And quali- this has been... As much as I've been playing Daydream, I've been wearing this T-shirt. It's it actually been, stinks. <laughs> I literally just put it, pulled it out of the washing machine. Uh, it's, it's, I'm surprised there's no holes in it because it's Jay, just been going in. <laughs> she did. <laughs> I'm kidding. So that's on my list. What's, what you got going? What's on my list? The list is, oh, okay, let's go with song. Um, I'm going to shout out. The fellas Royal El Latino and Jay Slang for their song Brisbane Bandoleros, which kind of crosses over Pacifica culture and the Latin uh, culture as well. So that was a really, really cool song. So go check out Brisbane Bandoleros. Get your lowriders out. Anyway, um, <laughs> I love that song. Anyway, uh, a business that I would like to shout out is called Total Legit Tattoos, which is uh, a new little studio that's just opened up over in Red Hill. And that's a collaboration between Simple Hands and Harrison of Harry's Practice. And they do um, hand poke and machine tattoo. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, tattooing. I've seen, I've seen the Instagram. Some Simple Hands, yeah. Oh, so good. I know, right? So like, good. I don't think I'd have the patience to sit I was about to say, when, when are you going to go get one? When I'm dead. Oh, well. I'm kidding. 
kidding. Yeah, I don't not know. Really. I don't know. I know you have tattoos, but I've always like flirted with the idea of whether I would. But I think I would just go all out and get them on my hands. And I know that's very <laughs> painful. And I'd just be like, yeah, stuff it, I'll do it. Be like all Rihanna-like and just do it up my hand. Sweet. I Let's don't know. Go. I'm scared. <laughs> scared. Skeet, skeet on it. Um, and digital artists. Um, I'm going to shout out Rahenji Villan- Villanueva. Shout out to Jane the Virgin, um, forgetting that last <laughs> name. Um, but yeah, he is a. They are a visual artist, and they portray uh, moving images, photography, sculpture, and installations. Um, they've had a couple of works at the Ice Cream Factory. You know, in Western. Yeah, What's yeah. that place called again? Metro Arts. Yeah. yeah. So they just did the show there, and. They also represent the House of Alexander for those people that love a bit of a throwdown and a Vogue session in the ballroom culture. Um, but yeah, that's who I love to yeah, shout out this week. We'll be sharing those on our Insta profiles and whatnot. Um, but should we get into our to our guest this evening? Yeah. Or do you, is there any other church announcement that you would like? No to? church announcement. I'm very excited. Very excited. So let's get into it. Oh my god, let's go! Boom. Episode 10, oh my word, 10. Is that like an anniversary for us? I don't care. Let's move on. <laughs> um, but for our 10th episode, I feel like we have some really, really cool friends. And we would like to introduce you to those cool friends. Who do we have, Jay? Yeah, thank you guys for joining us. So on my left, we've got Alinta. In the middle, Benny. And on my right, Daniel. So thank you guys for pulling in. We really appreciate it. We always appreciate meeting new people. And um, if you guys don't mind, just really give us a little brief history on who you are, what you're up to, your link to the Brisbane scene, and yeah, take yeah. it from there. Should I start? Yeah, please. Sure. Yeah, that'd be Let's great. I'm eager to hear. <laughs> um, my name is Alinta McGrady. Um, I'm a First Nations woman. My mob is uh, Gitthabool Nation, Northern New South Wales, Miganberry people in Christmas Creek, and I also have ties with Kamilaroi Nation in New South Wales and the Yuggera people here in Mianjin. Um, and I am a freelance performing artist in music, dance and theatre. Um, so, uh, that's kind of been my community over the last seven, eight years. Um, and I've recently just, uh, started a role this year, actually doing some creative producing and, um, leveling up and upskilling in, in that and supporting other First Nation, uh, choreographers and dancers within all of Australia. So, um, that's been really awesome. Um, and Yeah. That's Very me. Cool. That's, was that all right? Wow. That was fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Right. <laughs> Mr. Benny. Uh, what's up? Uh, what do I do? Uh, <laughs> what do I do? Um, I help run a store in the city called Double Double. Been doing that for quite a number of years, kind of on the streetwear fashion tip. I guess the thing I do that's more passion and like community focused um, is a love supreme. So we've been doing essentially um, music events, whether they're like live or like club nights um, that are more electronic house music focus. Been doing that since like 2012 in Brisbane. So Legendary we're gone. Nice, <laughs> cheers, <laughs> cheers, Daniel. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that for a while. They started out really small, and now we're just kind of 
still plodding away, Taking doing things here and there. Storm, really? Well, he's yeah, humble. Tiny, he's tiny humble. little, humble tiny that. little that, uh, introduction. Thank um, you, Benny. That's all right. All right, Mr. Danian, how you feeling? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, thank you guys for uh, ha- having us. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, my name's Danian. Um, I'm a DJ. Um, I've been in Brisbane uh, since 2011. Um, I'm originally from uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Brisbane's home now. Um, um, I love living here. Um, I do a bunch of things in the city. Um, I DJ, as I said. Um, I've modeled. Um, I've uh, I've taken photos. Um, I now do um, uh, events. Uh, Cupid's eight oh eight um that i've started with a bunch of my friends um and yeah it's just been uh riding the wave of of uh of, of of art and um getting into management as well um so yeah just uh still 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 young 20, 24 but it's a journey so yeah Absolutely. thanks for having us again of course hey joe um do you know something cool yeah, I had a, uh, a meeting with Alinta way back when, and it was only up until we were leaving that I realized that we actually went to school together. <laughs> That's, That's legit. Yeah. yeah. And it was in the last of our conversation. We were mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, like, whereabouts are you at? Like, oh, yeah, I'm this way. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I went to school out there. And you're like, yeah, me too. And I was like, yeah, I went, I went to Woodcrest. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, me too. And I was like, Right, well, <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty dope moment. Yeah. Connections. Well, I, Connections. I was sus on, on your, your accent. I was like, mm. <laughs> I don't want to be rude and be like, where are you from? People are like, yeah, what, are you, what is wrong with you? But no, yeah, I am very proud uh, to be um, from uh, Cape Town. So, yeah, I, I take that question um, very oh, yeah, e- easily. Mm-hmm. Um, where where's your school by 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 the way? Where was it? Springfield, that Springfield, Springfield, like Switchtown. It's oh, right. it's in the, the switch. switch. Yeah. The switch. Nice. All three oh, all the way. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Do we get? Do, uh, I shouldn't go that way. <laughs> but people do, but people do like. Oh, I've three never times. got that. Me neither. Yeah. I mean, like the big act of what's his name, Lissy. He's always yeah. dubbing that, and he's like, yeah, oh. yeah. All right. It's a lot, right? And people like on the you know the Utes. Have it on the back. On the oh, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just as close to getting the Southern Cross. Oh, and but that is very much there, like two, I guess, <laughs> too. So you know, like it's, it's not. Combo, it's, huh? it's a combination. Yeah. I you love look, it. Um, Jim, well, as don't much you, as the don't you have a Ute? <laughs> yeah, but does it mean yeah, that nah, I have the Southern you. Cross on it? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't disrespect me like that. You hear me cracking my knuckles? Yeah. I'm good to go. We well, heard about all of your fighting and teaching it. Hockey, so I'm I would just like right to now. disclaim I've never fought anyone, <laughs> nor will I lay hands upon anybody. But Jared. if you have to, it's gonna be Jared. Let me just call my lawyer about that. Yeah, okay, they said if I had to, we'll deal with that later. <laughs> no, but yes, so each and every one of you has been a pivotal. Um, person within the, the, the Brisbane community and the creative scene, I think, anyway, in terms of um, how I've met you and what you've done. So, Benny, everyone, I think you're a legend. You may big not time use legend. that terminology. <laughs> big, big legend. But, um, you know, I remember, I think Jared and I were at the Brisbane Afrobeats Festival and I was like, I really want to meet that guy. I really want to meet him. And he was like, who are you talking about? And I was like, 
Benny. How do you not know who Benny <laughs> yeah, is? Yeah, I got in trouble. No, you didn't get in trouble. But I will say it did take me some fine. time to finally get in contact with you, which was really cool because I just appreciated what you were doing in terms of the house music scene with the Love Supreme. And then you know, Ben's Burgers before you um, sold that on. And then the Double Double Store. So I just wanted to say, how do you think what you're doing now has created your brand to be so everlasting, I think? For my brother and everything we've done since we've done it is, um, has been like community focused and like making sure that um, our, our friends are involved and coming along for the ride and then that, and then, you know, looking after everyone that does come into, you know, our little bubble that, that everyone is looked after and respected and, and we try and maintain that throughout, whether it was the burger joint or or the the music events or the store or whatever. Like so the people within are having a good time and looked after and we try and push everyone to to be the best they can in doing whatever they want to do and and then we try and have that spread across to, you know, who comes to the parties and things like that. And just a very open um, space that that I think everyone you know is comfortable in and things like that. So I guess that's just what we've tried to push for that years, that many years. So and the community is big from what you guys have done. It's a, yeah, say. it's awesome. okay. I think it's and nice. They, it's and nice. they are all dressed amazingly well. It's all just it's <laughs> nice and it's warm. It's you know everyone's like you know quite open and when people come through. Um, I know that we do get some comments like sometimes like when we're, we've got interstaters or internationals about like the events we've had and they're just like, oh, it's actually just like a really nice crowd. Everyone's just like so nice and things like that. Sometimes like, you know, especially in like, you know, certain scenes, like I don't really like the word sceney, you know, it's, things can get sceney though. <laughs> things can get clicky, um, you know, in, in lots of cities and it's not as open and inviting and, and it's like a lot of the things like we're into like arts, uh, music and things like that. Like a, a lot of the time the message is like the love is the message and like that. But then within that people can just get still get so clicky and things like that. And you ch- want to try and like not have that um, vibe around, I guess. Do you think that's something you developed or do you think that's something that's intrinsic in like the Brisbane community? Um? I think it's um, something that's... Uh, like fostered from like it comes from the top I guess to the end like the message you're trying to push I guess and like making sure calling people out a little bit to you know be more inclusive or, or whatever and things like that so have you found that Alinta in, in your realm that connectedness that cohesiveness in the the works that you're doing right now or are you seeing a little bit of a battle of people's ideas not meshing and yeah it's really interesting I guess like um within the arts community everyone kind of knows everyone and um well has has some connections and um and especially in the first nations community too um and you know like we're not gonna like you gotta kind of be honest about it and there are Blackfella politics within within our mob. And so um, it's been really interesting. And I think also social media plays a huge part in that as well. Um, and when we're kind of blasting people and going, wow, 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 um, 
it's really interesting to see how sides can be formed and, um, you know, oh, well, I heard that from this person and that person and this one. And then, yeah, it can become quite clicky and um, well, we don't associate with them because of this and then and, and so on and so on. Um, but, like, in regards, like, I think in Brisbane, I feel like there is an openness though um, and we are very community orientated and very much um, trying to get things. I mean, everyone moves away, like everyone goes to Melbourne or Sydney because that's where the scene is. But um, I think there's been this huge thing of like, what can we do here? And what can we build up here and create our own our own scene, I do comment, <laughs> scene, um, but, you know, how can we do that? And I think there's, uh, in the last few years, I've, you know, seen that and um, it's been really beautiful and it's been amazing, especially with venues and um, events that have been put on. And then you'll find that people from Melbourne are coming up and Sydney coming up and going, oh, we actually want to, like, come up this way. And, and it's kind of like... Yeah, this, it's just been really nice to see that. And, um, you know, for me personally, staying here and not moving somewhere else has been um, a definite decision and it's been done on purpose because it's like, well, what can I do for my mob? What can I do for the arts? And also our next generation too. Like, what are we building for them? Like, what support next networks are we building for them? Not just, oh, you've got to go down south for that. That's the only way you're going to get this and that and this and, you know, so, um, yeah, that's been my observation um, over the last few years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane's definitely growing as well, by, mm-hmm. by the way. Like, there's so much building going on, a bunch of new new venues and stuff coming up. So um, I, 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 I'm definitely one to want to stay here as well and build something within the city. Bro, I was just going to ask, as someone coming into into a different culture. I mean, it's, you said you've been here since 2011. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah. you know, you, you must have been a young chap when you came across, but how do you feel, how do you feel coming in as just someone not from Australia? What's, what's been your experience about in, becoming part of a, a scene, becoming part of a culture, becoming part of a new city? Yeah, um, well, I actually moved here in 2007. Oh, um, wow. So, yeah. But I lived in a bunch of different places. Um, oh, I w- um, as a kid, I've moved around a lot. Yeah. Um, so when you talk about culture, it's like I moved when I was nine. Um, and, then I, and then I moved from nine to, you know, to, till I was, you know, maybe 14. I moved like a bunch of times. Yeah. So about seven, eight times in different schools and stuff. So, so, um, so, so with that being said, when I, when I moved somewhere, like I would learn the culture, I would learn the uh, people. So, so my friends range from, you know, priests to people that do things on the uh, street, you know, and, um, and, and and I've always held myself to that because, because people are people, you know, no, no matter what, 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 what they do. Um, they are people, so with that, um, and I love meet, meet, meeting people because of that. Because I've because I've moved around a lot, so I'm constantly move, um, you know meet, meeting people, and that's and then when I got into uh, DJing and so so forth, that's that's what it did, you know, for for, uh, for me. It allowed me to meet a bunch of people on a consistent basis, um, and yeah, so so 
yeah like i found it fairly easy to um to um to meet meet people and especially the people here in uh brisbane because i would say like uh, people from from here they they um uh, Br- Br- uh, brisbane is like a big uh uh country town mm. like like <laughs> i would say come come compared to you know sydney and, and, and melbourne so yeah so people are like lovely here for for the most part Wait. <laughs> yeah, for the for the most part. Just had for the most part. No, but I, I do agree on that sentiment that uh, Brisbane is a big country town. Um, <laughs> it's so spread out too. Yeah, like, it is. You know, it's huge. <laughs> it's so huge. It's so massive. Um, I, I yeah, we have that same rhetoric where we always hear people saying, you know, we want to build Brisbane. We don't want to move to Sydney. We don't want to move to Melbourne. And I love that. And I, I see that in you, Daniel, because you, you're pushing these a lot of uh, events that you want to do and you're trying to build that scene. Is that the same for most of the people that you're doing these events with? They're seeing that same idea or do they want to build this and then move on? No, um, uh, everyone within our team um, and myself as well, like uh, we... Every choice um, um, that we make with the uh, event, uh, Cupid's is it's a long term thing. So it's like so 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 it's like how will this look in the long term? Will this help us? You know, in six twelve months. You know what I mean? So because um, we have a lot of plans of what we want to do. i um, do with with it. Um, I want to get <clears throat> in, in in involved with things um, with the with the local. Community, and then also do um, things with uh, um, charities and foundations, and then um, also move into um, the uh, 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 corporate space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm um, so yeah. So so everything um, that we do, it's 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 from Brit, Brit, Brisbane and it's for for Brit, Brisbane because um, hip hop and uh, R and B, it's the number one genre in the world and you know we want to showcase that in in its best way 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 possible because mm-hmm. um the, a lot of the ven- ven- venues i'm around here they just aren't you know doing that and they haven't been so um yeah it's up to uh, us now the next uh uh ge- generation so <clears throat> so yeah i'm i'm here to stay and so is the team <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so good i love that and I love the whole long-term thinking. I don't feel like a lot of people do the whole long-term strategies. What's your next step? Especially when there's like younger people coming up, they're just like, what's now? And what's I feel like they're on? like, I'm starving for <clears throat> stuff, but you're not showing me, so I may as well do it myself. Yeah. I it's, feel like, yeah. It's just about, you know, ha- having uh, uh, pr- principles and, and, you know, cause. Like if, if you have those, then it's just easier to move from, from there. Mm. You know, like does this stay, stay true to like who, who, who we are? And if it does, then go with it. But if it doesn't, then yeah, like that wasn't for you. <laughs> Is that the same for both of you as well? Yeah, I feel like, um, like obviously, most recently, like in the last few years, you kind of have that realization of what am I doing? What's my purpose? Mm-hmm. Why am I making art? And um, I think the older you get and the more refined in your practice and process, you kind of go ah, this is why and this is what I'm doing it for. And, yeah, it's been really um, awesome to kind of come to those terms and realise that. And, yeah, you have to look at the bigger picture 
at the end of the day. I feel like you get to that point, you're like, what's the bigger picture here? You know, I could just be doing this and it's great for this present time and moment, but what about later on down the track, you know? Am I setting myself up? Am I setting other people up? Am I helping? Um, Am I supporting? Am I... Do I have the capacity to give more as well? I think you have to ask that question. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. How do you deal with uh, the capacity? Because I feel like each and every one of you have so many different projects that you've got mm. going on. How do you just say no? <laughs> and do you say no? <laughs> sometimes it's hard to say no. no. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you get caught up in it and you're just like, like, you yeah. know, like you want to do more and you oh. want to contribute and you want to help certain people or whatever. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that and then this. And then, and then you're like, oh, I'm taking on too much or whatever. sorry, I don't have capacity. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, oh, and, you know, it was really interesting. I have a friend um, who said no can be a complete sentence. What? <laughs> I love that. Too, you know, so keeping that in mind yeah. because, you know, like, you could be really into something or, you know, just beside that, if you're just not feeling it or like if you just don't have the time, you just no. And you don't have to say, you don't have to have a big reason. <laughs> you don't well. have to have a huge reason like, oh, I got a doctor's appointment and I've got this and I've got this and this and I, I just can't do it. But you can say no, maybe next time. You know, like, and that's been a huge learning curve for myself too. But I think everyone goes to that, gets to that stage maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like it's valuing your, your yes. uh, uh, time really. Yeah. Like, and your worth as well. Exactly. So Time, yeah. t- time and worth. It's mm. like, what do you, like, you want to do and what's it going to give me or, or, or what do you want from me? Mm. Yeah, simple. That's pretty, that's pretty powerful like we were talking about before when you were setting out your goals. And I think <laughs> yeah. it's quite a brave thing. And I think that uh, young people today are much more in tune with those aspects in society about value in their time. Whereas uh, just in this example, like my dad, when he was out of school straight to work, you worked at the same place for 40 years. And that mm. was, that's, that was, but whereas kids today see value differently and t- value their time differently. So Definitely, I think it's, a, it's a great point, and it's a it's a great place to start at. And I think going that's forward. that's well being as well. I think yeah, for sure. As a generation, we're more aware about people's mental health, how they're feeling. We do check ins. How are you feeling today? Like, okay, do you need to take a day off? That's cool. I understand. Well, I don't understand, but I respect <laughs> that. <you know? laughs> um, so you know, like, I think that's a, you know just awareness and just being mindful of everyone and. We're all humans just trying to live our life. <laughs> okay, so being mindful of everybody's opinions and being acceptive of other people's opinions, how then do you feel about cancel culture? <laughs> because I feel like cancel culture is, is dogmatic in a sense in which people only see one opinion mm-hmm. or they see it as being an uh, activism tool or they would see it as a smear campaign to uh, deter free speech. Um, How do you feel about it? In terms of, let's go top level, being celebrities. Obviously we see that a lot because of social media, right? Mm. So many people have canceled. However, they get canceled for a minute, six months later, they're still selling out shows. Or they've got deals still. But that's just the internet though, eh? It's like, 
it's it's the power of now um that's what that is it's just like there's just like people care but then they don't really care and i think ultimately if you want to cancel someone that's your personal choice and you know if it's a crime or if it's something you know you know you know horrible then fair enough if people want to say something like 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 about that but ultimately it's just people's choice where they want to cancel um, someone because sometimes it's just for something that 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 uh someone said and and i don't think those types aren't like always it can be it can become personal it's a personal trigger that maybe it's you know but i think in like in terms of like celebrities they're put on this pedestal, right, and they're expected to act and be a certain way and we forget that as just people admiring them as artists and their work and what they do. Um, and I think in, in some cases I think maybe sometimes cancel culture is necessary um, but an, in an interesting meme <laughs> that, I found, like, that popped up, source of information that popped up, and I was like, "Ooh, okay, I'm going to bring this up." So um, it was like cancel culture, kind of like question face, um, and then it was like consequence culture. Mm. Mm. That is, and I think that's where it comes down to um, consequences for people's actions and what they say and they do. And um, holding people accountable for what they have done. So not necessarily cancelling them out. Um, and I think then as, as people, and especially if it's like within our own community, um, we need to ask ourselves, why has this offended me? Has it affected me personally? And if it has, what can I do to educate or support this person um, and um, start that conversation so that they are held accountable um, and there are consequences. How can they grow from that and learn? So I think that was super powerful um, because we can't just cancel everyone because how are people supposed to grow? And then there's just going to be this, like they're going to be, there's going to be hatred built up inside of them. And they're like, I don't want to do this, you know, or I don't want to be and be here and be there because everyone's cancelled me. But I think it's it's got to be, it's got to come from a place of, yeah, we, we need to go, what support do they need? What are their experiences too? Because everyone's experiences are different in life and we can't just say we've all had the same things happen and um, trauma as well. So, you know, like... Yeah, I think it comes down to support, conversations and education and consequences. Mm. I think that's like one of the problems with cancel culture is like it can be, like like you said, it's like it needs to, it's good that there's something that holds people accountable, mm. but then it's like there's not a lot of space given after that. It's just like, yeah. cool, you've done this. Sometimes it's, it's you know, it's pretty terrible stuff and maybe they're, I don't know. I guess everyone deserves a chance. If they're, if they're like, you know, if they haven't learned or they're, it's their continuing offenders Mm. and sure, like you don't deserve to, to be in a position of like, have a, but most people don't deserve to have their livelihoods taken away. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Um, You know, it's like you, you need to hold them accountable. Are they remorseful for what they've done? Have Mm. they stopped? Are they, are they working on rectifying the situation? Um, trying to um, go back to what it was that, you know, got them cancelled or did they affect someone? Are they, you know, 
trying to make amends in that in that realm. Mm. But yeah, it's it's hard. Like there's not a lot of space given for that. I think a lot of yeah. the time. Um, but yeah, I guess it, it's dependent on what they what they've done to be cancelled. Like it's like some things like with celebrities say. Like since we're on that topic, is like all of a sudden some tweet or something they said that they that like from like 20 years ago pops up and it's not necessarily like you know it's obviously it, it there's a reason why they you know they probably shouldn't have said it and then like there's a lot of times they shouldn't have but they have said it and it's like okay cool then now this one thing they said 20 years ago or something that's popped up is like mm. oh, okay now they're, they're cancelled and they can't I always found that interesting. Like, like, how do you compare somebody from like uh, ten years ago to who they are now? I was was about to say it's applying today's social norms and standards and requirements to someone twenty years ago. Everyone twenty years ago basically would be cancelled. You know, saying Mm. saying stuff like even watching not even old movies but older movies from the last ten years. You're like, oof. Yeah. That's a Maybe bit rough. That shouldn't have <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch some watch some James Bond movies. I was just yeah. about to say that. It's like pff, I can't get away with a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I was mm. even watching Toy Story and I was Get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was watching Toy Story and I was like, oh, I just don't know like just some of the sexism stuff in there. I was yeah. like, this isn't really great. Yeah. Why is this in a kids' movie? Yeah. But you know, that was, I guess, maybe acceptable back then. <laughs> Which is good to like it's good that we're seeing that in like, you know, current film and movies mm. that actually like, you know, we don't, we're not seeing that as much anymore because, you know, th- throughout the course of time, it's like people are getting held more accountable. You can't be as like straight up like the, like sexism in there in, in film or, you know, we, there is like obviously things are not equal. That's a whole nother topic of mm. equality in gender. But, um, you know, it's, it's more of a present topic. So we're, you know, seeing it get a little bit better in that respect. I was going to say, like, I think um, with cancel culture as well, well, people being canceled, it kind of just pushes everyone away, like in opposite direction. So more liberal leaning people become more liberal and more conservative people become more conservative Mm. because they're like, now nah, you're not interacting with different people. That's one of the things that I try and do on, not that I'm on social media heaps, but when I'm on social media, I have people that I follow that maybe they say things or post things that make me think about my values and what I, in my mind, what I think my own value set is. Mm. But when you cancel someone, then you're just kind of sending them off to be with people that espouse the exact same views as them. So whatever they're giving out, other people are like, yeah, that's cool, rather than getting people to actually have honest conversations or it doesn't even have to be a con- con- conversation. It just is something that pops up that challenges your mindset or your thought patterns to think mm, maybe something in me should be different or maybe it concretes your belief system or whatever. So I think that like pushes everyone separate and just kind of creating a bigger divide rather than bringing people into, I suppose, on the back of what you're saying, like mm. there's no support behind it. Yeah, yeah. And like on socials as well, like algorithms, it's apparently yeah. like, you know, primarily the people who are like-minded, they all, it, it's the same thing that they see. So you're not actually like, you know. It's a little echo chamber. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's an it's echo awesome. chamber. So um, un- unless you are interacting with people who and have friends who don't have, you know, similar belief systems or um, the same values and, you know, um, they're not actually <laughs> seeing what you're posting. Yeah. So you kind of do have to, like I've always not unfriended people Sometimes, if them <laughs> says sometimes, I say sometimes because it just there comes a point where you're like, yeah. okay, I've, I've you just not yeah. re- you're not ready to have conversation and just be open to it. Yeah. But you know, I've never you know done that because it's kind of like, well, I want you to see the content that I share, and I think it's really important, and it's raising conversation and awareness, and and it's interesting because those who maybe didn't necessarily like the things that's like alike that, you know, like um, what I'd posted previously have over the years have, especially when it comes down to First Nations issues and within our country, over the years have started liking it and, and going, I support you, like, you know, and, and sharing that same content then. And it's like, oh, wow, this is awesome that, you know, maybe in previous years you wouldn't have been exposed to this type of talk and you know um uh, my community and my mob and but now you get to see that this and your uh, you know your perception has changed maybe so yeah well it's like it's like Daniel said earlier I think um you know throughout your life you've just been very open to all sorts of people trying to have conversations whether it's like priests and and not everyone is not everyone has to have the the same like values and, yeah, and things like yeah. that. It's like we should all be able to be individuals and have different opinions. But I think like um, you said, Jared, it's like the current world and I think especially I think with the whole Trump thing that's happened in the last four oh. years, the world is like a lot of things are just getting like really polarising. Yeah. So it's either you're this side or you're that side. And there's less space given now to just open conversation. It's like, you know, you, you should be able to have a conversation with someone, not agree on something, but it can be a healthy discussion yeah. and you're just trying to learn from them what, why they think they're the way they think. And then, you know, they're trying and then try and teach them way, you know, and it's just giving perspectives, mm-hmm. um, and, and to let us think rather than just being like, I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah. And things like that, which mm-hmm. I think is a, is the issue on a lot of things. And, and cancel culture comes into that a little bit and, and it's just like, they did wrong. They're, they're outcast now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, there's no space to, to come together. It's a modern day Greek tragedy, isn't it? You got ostracized. Oh. Yeah. yeah, everyone thinks that they're right, and they just hang out with people that think that they're right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How's that healthy? Like to yeah. yourself, like you. Little yes man, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Egotistical in a sense, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Listening to your same conversation. Have any of you had to have those hard conversations? You called someone out. Actually, is, are those two synonymous with each other? Call out, calling out people and cancelling out. Or are they two different? No, they're two different things. Two it's different almost different like things? different levels. <laughs> it's yeah. like call mm. out's just like a... Call out's like a friendly... Out. Maybe that's a friendly like, hey, just mm, thought just, I'd just like to so just you let know, you know that, yeah. that maybe that's not appropriate and yeah. I shouldn't do that, yeah. sorry. Mm, fair, fair, <laughs> fair. Yeah. Ask a question, I got an answer. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, have you ever had to do that? Hey, that's... Um, do you want the call out cool. or the cancel? <laughs> well, okay, let's go with called the call out. And out yeah. Have you ever had to, or did you ever want to? Um, there have been occasions where I've wanted to, but I've maybe held back and 
And then you go home and you're like, I should have said something. (laughs) I should have said this. Next time I will. Um, But then there are a lot of occasions, I think, in everyday life, like just if something doesn't make you feel comfortable and you're not happy with that, then it's kind of just speaking up and saying, hey, actually, can you not do that? Or, hey, like, this is not how I'm going to do this and yada, yada. So, um, but not necessarily on anything huge. Um, I don't know. I've always kind of found myself on a neutral ground and I don't know if I've done that consciously um, because I don't like a whole heap of confrontation. Um, And, but if, you know, if, yeah, something doesn't make me feel comfortable and I'm not happy with it, then I will speak up and I will kind of go, yeah, like, this is just how I'd like this or, yeah, that what you said didn't make me feel great and I just want to let you know that. And, yeah, I, I do that a lot with family, I guess, maybe. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I, yeah. Have you dealt much with in the hip-hop realm? Um, I with venues, I would say. Uh, like, sorry, what was the question again? Have you had much of a people questioning you in terms of when you go to hold events and stuff and people only see you as in the hip-hop realm and you're like, eh. Yeah, um, this happened, like, just ye- ye- yesterday. Like, I always get the thing of um, of um, just being labelled as a hip-hop DJ or, like, a, a-, a- R&B uh, D- uh, uh, DJ. And it's like, like, I can do that, but I can do, like, way more and just, like, rectifying people in that. But the, that's, like, a quite a, you know, a, it's not a, it's not a comical thing, but it's not, like, a super serious topic. Um, in the past, like, I have, as a DJ, like, you see quite quite a bit, you know, with dance floors and things going on. Um, I have um, pulled, like, talked to guys when I've seen them, like, move a bit funny, like, around girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, I value, uh, women's safety a lot. Um, so, so yeah, do, I've done things like, like, like that, but, um, I, and then personally, um, I tend to self blame a lot. So I don't, I don't always hold people, uh, um, accountable to, to what they're doing, but, um, I've worked on that. Um, but yeah, to answer your question. I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's one thing that's pretty disappointing as a man to see like even more recently Seth Rogen and those like what wait what happened with Seth Rogen and his homie I don't know what that Conor whoa uh, Con- I didn't know about this either what's, um, is that the super bad guy no the, the, no. the, the oh what's his the name Frank yeah fr- uh, Franco James Franco, Franco. yeah Franco. So, oh him mm. so he's like this week been like accused of like sexual misconduct oh, Lord. and stuff and Seth saying Rogen that has no, um, James, James Franco, Franco, and then calling out Seth Rogen for like allowing it to happen, like enabling wow. his behavior and stuff. And, and it's just so, and it's not even just powerful men. It's just, it is men, uh, this, not in general, but it's more men mistreating women than the other way around. And that's really disappointing to see, especially when it's people, all of a sudden you become, you have a bit of money. And then you you just assume you can do what you want, and mm. that's always something that I think that's kind of where you get to a point where you say, "Yep, cancel." That's that's far enough because I mean, for me as a kid, you get taught what how to behave, yeah, and that's like that's mm. basic. You're not even it's not even nuanced or anything. It's just simple. Yeah, like you can't just be messing with people. Yeah, you have to get 
And you just shouldn't be a creep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it varies too in the environments that you grow up in too. Yeah, that Not does. everyone's taught like those same values. Yeah, I just, it's disappointing as men. Mm, I get it, I yeah. get it. Though. But yeah, guys got to call out more, more, yeah. more guys as well, yeah. you know. Because um, online there's obviously um, a lot of uh, women t- talking about it. Um, but I feel like for for a bigger impact, I think men men should should call out um, other men. <clears throat> no, most definitely show the support. We're doing the talking. Mm. He's doing the walking. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Put a, mm. a picket sign out. Yeah, well, I guess it's also that thing of like let let's not just teach our daughters that they need to do these things to be safe. Mm. Yeah, it's actually going. Actually, you need to be having these conversations with your son about how to treat people in general mm. and women so mm. that they we don't have to have those conversations with our daughters mm. and go, oh, you've got to do this and this is how, mm. if this happens, like, you know, we shouldn't have to have those conversations, yeah. period. Like, mm. not It's kind of wild all. that we do, huh? Well, yeah, this is the thing. Like, we know, like... If you're going in a dark place and you're walking to your car, put the car keys in your hand, like yeah. you're going to punch someone, you mm-hmm. know, like you're prepared. Yeah. But why are, we, why are we saying that, that we have to do that? Mm. So. I feel like we say that all the time. Like we live in this state. Like, yeah. Why, why, why? Yeah. It's like, well, because oh, yeah. <laughs> we still have that same generation still here. Mm. Still spitting that same rhetoric, perpetuating yeah. that same cycle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's never ending. It just got real sad, didn't it? <laughs> I was about to say, though, it wasn't I the feel like topic of the, <laughs> the way you guys were being so positive, like talking about Brisbane and people getting involved and stuff, like how often do you see that kind of having to cancel people in Br- the Brisbane scene? Like, I don't know. I don't there's not a lot of space. No. Um, there's not a lot of uh, space to be um, like a, like a, terrible person here because yeah. if you think from the valley to west end that's that's like mm. three four k's man yeah. you know and in between that it's a city so i like i find that a lot of people where you run in, into one another you'll see one another uh, uh, um especially if it's a uh, similar scene mm. so you, there's not a, a a lot of like room to be you know a bad person i've, there's, I've bad known person, a few people it. Oh, you know a few people? In, in Damn, well, you've been in the game for a bit long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a few. And then Let me like, know who they are. <laughs> no, no names, no names. Let us know. Let us know. I don't know. They're we'll just, they're they're just not around anymore. They've like, oh, wow. Like, exactly. Just, there's no room for oh, them. There's no room yeah, for so them. Isn't that interesting, though? Like, when that happens, then they will seek other territory. Well, it's like, yeah, because you can't, like, really show your face around all the parts. You know, mm-hmm. Everyone knows everyone, so it's like. Okay. I think that's a good and bad thing too. Like everyone knows everyone. To yeah, an mm. but if mm. you know that, you just got to maneuver. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you do, and then you got to change. Well, if you had terrible opinions beforehand, you need to change them up. Yeah, but, yeah. Mm, um, yeah. So we have a lot of uh, inclusiveness within our yeah. communities now, and we can't afford to be hating. As the kids would say, right? Because no haterade around here. No, no. Like, so for you guys, it's like your livelihood. So you can't just say no and pick and choose. Mm. You know? And I feel like that's kind of cancel culture in itself. However, like, you know, there's some things which are terrible, terrible too. Mm. And therefore they are canceled. But sometimes I think it is a bit of a toxic tool. Yeah, mm. 100%. Mm. And I do like how you brought up that it is accountability because, you know, some mm. people like to rebrand 
cancel culture as being accountability culture. Mm. So you got to give people a certain benefit of the doubt to be able to change and grow. Yeah. yeah. I think also, like, sorry, I don't know if I jumped in on you there. Go ahead. Um, it's also about the people you surround yourself with. Like, you need to have a soundboard. You're going to, if you want to start a new art project or you want to do something creative, at least have people with other opinions to be like, hey, just pump the brakes. That, <laughs> that mm. this is not going to work. That's not going to work. Think about reshaping this. Just, I was just thinking about that art show from a few months, a few weeks back, a few Which months back, or they were going to do that art show where they're asking for First Nations people's blood. Oh, oh like, Lord. No. Lord. That sounds wild. So you, like, <laughs> the thing is, how do you get to, how do you get to How does point? it even get to that point where yeah, it like, goes out someone like, saying, where all these yes men were around? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, idea. At no point there was ever like, I don't know if that's a good That blew up. And that's, you know, yeah. Everybody was ropeable, actually. Yeah, it's like, crazy how some things get that far out into the world. Sometimes you're like, not one person. Along yes, the way not, went, this not, is a bad. Not even your best mate, like quietly on the side, just said, "Hey, bro, just." It's like when people go on like Australian Idol or something and oh, like exactly. can't sing. <laughs> oh like, no! Who is that friend that oh, didn't oh, oh. tell you that you couldn't sing and you go on national TV? But that's a completely <laughs> different story. But yes, Doug Murphy was terrible. Yeah, that artist in general was. Well, I think they, the issue was also they weren't First Nations. Yeah. So they were asking, well. they were Spanish. So they were asking for First Nations blood to be donated for this particular project. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why? Yeah. What, what is this doing? doing? This is actually bringing up trauma mm. for mm. our mob. Like you were, mm. we have... Sh- bled enough you mm. know over this land and for our people why do you need more of it mm. and you know like i like how they fought it too they're like you know <laughs> this is art it's like no nah, man and i mean like dark mofo like it's meant to be this weird festival you know but like there comes a point where you got to okay. have that conversation and go look this is probably not going to go well with the community. And I think also there was such huge backlash about it from mob and going, this isn't appropriate, this isn't okay. And I think they were still trying to proceed with it too and mm. keep, go- like, trying to keep, keep it going. And then they just got to the point, well, okay, no, we've had to actually yeah. assess this and this is yeah. not appropriate. They made some real blackluster apologies to start and then the people were like, that's your apology? And yeah. Then it's like, and then it's like, okay. This is more serious. Yes. Yeah, so. I love it when Mob go off on Instagram. Because <laughs> they got the receipts. They were like, oh, and they, they edited they this purse. Mm. We got some great Blackfella activists online. And like, <laughs> shout sure. out to them. Like, I personally am not a social media person, mm. but like, all power to them because they really do spread some really um, important stuff and an awareness within community and um, are really championing for us and and in being self-determined First Nations people for our country. And, you know, like shout out to them because, yeah, they they really spread those messages and they get get shit done. And, you know, I I think it's amazing that this this is the next generation. And if we can use social media for a, a really positive platform then that's awesome you know that's great and um yeah Mm, i love social media 
I do. Can't lie, I do too. I do. But I also hate it. I don't. <laughs> I, I found doing a detox like at least a year, every year is good for about, I don't know, six months. <laughs> Refreshes you. I enjoy that part. I'm 100% just, it's going to sound weird, but like a, like a creep. Like I'm not posting anything, but I'm always on there just looking at what no, other I'm people. No, I'm the same too. I'm just like, That's oh, what, what the they say? Yeah. What they say? And I'm like, I wonder if people see me looking at their stories. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time I'm not even listening to it. It's just on silent too. So I'm yeah. just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, cool. Just, and if they've got subtitles, great, because then I know what they're saying. I'm like, cool. I just want to be I in the content. I love the captions part because I don't really generally watch mm. you. Unless <laughs> you, you talk about it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, skip. Yeah, this is so, <laughs> okay, cool, yeah. skip. Well, no, I've, I've oh, seen yeah. what your content is. And I, Mm. No, I'm the same, but yeah, I have to take huge breaks from it because it just gets a lot, I think. So, yeah, but shout out to anyone who can like work that. Oh, mm. all power to you. Yeah. Mm. How have you found that with your events that you've been putting out, Daniel? Um, yeah, the content game, hey, it's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, um, well, I'm fortunate enough that we have a team of the six of us. Um, so uh, we have two people doing content, uh, Jerry and Zai, and then um, we have Naomi who does our social media. Um, and then I sort of help them with whatever they, they need. Um, and yeah, so, um, so yeah, we've, we work on posters, obviously we work on uh, related content, we're chopping up videos from our previous events and then you know, uh, doing reels and stuff as well. Um, just really trying to a engage a uh, crowd and, and trying to be active um, with what we're doing. And because uh, with other um, events in uh, Brisbane, especially with the main clubs, they, they just do a poster and that's basically it because they're staples, so, so they don't have to do much and... You know, we wanna we wanna be a little bit uh, different, so we're trying to do a bit bit more and uh, it, it, it interact with our crowd. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, it, interesting, um, but it definitely works. Though I can say that. Mm -hmm. Got to get that. creative. It's all that yeah, content. gotta get Just creative. Get more right? sure. You are a creative. <laughs> um, left field question: Have you ever um, had to cull somebody from your friendship groups? Because they no longer um, align with who you are as a person. Yes, you go. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 is it but is it normally like 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 a conversation? Like I feel like guys, especially like I'll just like we will know when it's when it's done. You know, is uh -huh. that <laughs> <laughs> okay. like that's how I feel about it? <laughs> okay. Like, we're not working, I guess. Like, not so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is working, man. <laughs> Are you just talking about ghosting your mates? <laughs> no, I feel like they're having a conversation of ghosting. Like, I feel like yeah, we're going to ghost you yeah. next week. The silence <laughs> should say it all, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's actually a horrible personal trait. But yeah. <laughs> no, no it's fine. I can drop people like that, so it's fine. Oh. Oh, it Cold. is what it is. Like, especially well, okay, okay. Like, let me say this: I'm not <laughs> talking about like personable like friends. I'm talking about if we're working with one another. Okay, like, if it's like a business relationship. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because that's what it was. Yeah. That what you were talking about, or were you it, talking about you more? You could be business, business, or like you know. I, I, call, I 
caught it as like a friend thing. So. Oh, friendship is done. I like how you walked it back. It's really good now that it was. If you stop getting texts, you're done. Yeah. If it is a a friend situation, I can drop you. That's, Why are you looking easy. at me so hard? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, watch yourself. <laughs> when did you see that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if it was friends. <laughs> no, it's an easy thing to do yeah. for me. It's my Leo personality. No, I'm kidding. Not yeah. to bring zodiac signs into it. I know nothing about astrology. <laughs> Apart from those apps but it, that tell you. But it always makes sense when you like say it, hey. Because I'm the same. Like, <laughs> like, 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 you just say it. Right right all, but when I say it, it makes oh, complete. Well, that's because I'm a Capricorn, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it validates everything. Just to say your sign. Like, it's just like, oh, it's such a cancer thing to do. It's, oh, a, it's so a qualifier. Yeah. Perfect qualifier. I feel like that's what, something you should say when you're introducing yourself. You know, I'm Jamila. Number Leo. I'd be like, oh. Oh, oh that explains yeah, I, a lot. <laughs> I do like to ask people their star signs. I'm a bit, I'm like, that, that's really? me. Yeah. I'm like, what's your star sign? What's your moon and what's your rising? Girl. <laughs> I, need, I need the full, the full chart. Yeah. I need the full chart. And if you don't know it, let me look it up for you. What time were you born? <laughs> <laughs> let me just whip out Coaster. Um, Mum, oh, so Leo. Got uh, I've got Coaster. <laughs> yeah, like you. I'm not really into it, but look at my apps. Look. I can be a sheep and follow some of the apps just out of curiosity. Yeah, you just got to stay in the loop, right? You just got to know what's going on. Anyway, Jared, have you ever had to cut somebody? No, I think I've been cut, but now I've never had to cut someone. How do you know yeah, that you've right. been cut? I don't know. Um, I've, I've never, I don't know, I think I feel a bit the same in terms of I'm not really a confrontational person. and mm. if That's a lie. But anyway, go on. Oh, okay, cool. Got what smart. star sign is he? Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, you're in. I'm a Pisces, so it explains everything. That's yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a Gemini, so it's oh. like oh yeah, two sides. Yeah, mm. okay. Yeah, I've not never really had to cut anyone. Like, I also try you try and surround yourself with the right type of people that mm. you don't get to that point, mm. but. I've had a good group of mates from school all the way through uni. Wow. So it was just like one group of mates. Mm. And then since we've got here, it's just been like yeah. a, a really, really small group of mates. Are you guys mm. still friends with people from school? I got my best friend um, that I that I see constantly, Jason. Um, but And then I see people from school. Ooh, the face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's my thing. My like, I see some, okay, I'm going to go this way. <laughs> I'm going to get my phone out. Yeah. That's bad, but. Fake a call. Oh my God, Alinta. Oh no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Girl. Sorry, I got a call meeting. Hey, oh, it's good to yeah. see you. <laughs> I'll see you next week and you'll probably do that to me. No, <laughs> I won't. I'm kidding. Is, um, no. This is a little bit off topic, but you know, like when you're in, in a lift, do you guys take your phones out because it's like so awkward? No, <laughs> yeah. I love the awkwardness. I think it's hilarious I and I think it's too. cool. And it's interesting to see those that do take out their phone. <laughs> Wait, is this an elevator with music or without music? Without what elevator music? have you oh. been in with music? It's like a, a movie thing. Have you been in one actually with music? A couple, yeah. There's a whole genre called elevator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. There's a scene there. Okay. Look. There's a whole scene apparently as well. <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm very terrified of getting stuck in an elevator though. Oh my gosh. Ooh, I think yeah, that would be like Ooh. in my I, top three fears. Well, I'd just attempt to try and get out from the top. Yeah, yeah. I, always the top. I always look at the yeah, top. I always look at the top. And then when they don't have a thing, a hole to get out, you're like, oh, oh, this lift doesn't have I'm gonna, and to just gonna, I'm gonna take the stairs just to be safe, just in case. So. That's why I hate our fire drills. Every time we have to walk up the stairs or we have to go in the elevator. I think you mm. bastards. My my building loves one of them, eh? Really? I'm a fire drill. Oh. Like, it, it, it loves a fire drill Mm-mm. every like two or three weeks. Oh no way! That's way yeah. too crazy. We had we had one like a week and a half ago, seven o'clock in the morning. Like like what? I don't wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. So oh, you're talking about like your building where you stay, not yeah, like yeah, a work yeah. building. No, oh, no, no, well, dude. Dude. That's, that's ridiculous. Every, that's personal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get that person yeah. in 6B. <laughs> we, we had a fire draw about three weeks ago. And so the, it was a proper, like a proper, not, sorry, not a fire draw. It was a fire emergency. Everyone had to go down the stairs. And then the, uh, the fire service arrived. And then the one lady, I heard her on the side, sorry, she burned her pompadums in the oven <laughs> to the fireman. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them. Just, just leave it. That's way too embarrassing. That's <laughs> like they find that anyway. They the find that anyway. Oh so yeah. My pompadoms are toasted. She burned them in the oven. It's ridiculous. Oh, oh my god. And you know what? That person was probably really hungry <laughs> too. And then they're like, "Shit, I, damn, we gotta go." Down. No, that is that? actually devastating. Oh. Cause I, oh no, sorry. I was no, just going to say like, whenever you watch movies and stuff and people just like leave their food somewhere and like go into the next scene and I'm like, why didn't they eat their food? <laughs> <laughs> so like if that happened and I'd be like, did you eat it? <laughs> did you get the chance to? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> know, were you ever like, whenever you get like really inebriated and you go home? Oh, <laughs> inebriated, I love that. <laughs> Sorry, so drunk. Um, for the crass people. <laughs> um, no, but did you ever make some random concoction that you thought was absolutely amazing? And then you wake up the next morning, you're like, why did I put nachos with pickles and mayonnaise? We had like a fast food joint when I was at uni and they made rotis, oh, yeah. but it was chips, mm. chip and cheese rotis, but Whoa. they came out and they were like, like crisps or like hot chips, like hot chips oh. with cheese and then like a mutton gravy. And oh. the, the, the place was open. It was in the dodgiest part of town, yeah, right. but there was always a queue and it, they were super cheap. It was like, if you had to convert it, it'd probably be like $2. And it was like a kilogram of chips in a roti. Wow. It was, and no one would ever eat there during the day. It was only when you're drunk on the way back from a party. Boom, Johnny's Roddy's. Let's go. That wow. sounds amazing. Mm. It's like poutine, but in a rocky. Exactly, exactly. You yeah. got it. <laughs> I remember my cousin woke up with like chili prawns on his chest. And he's <laughs> chili like, prawns. Where the heck did I get chili prawns from at like 1 a.m. in the morning? Mind prawns. you, he was in London, but yeah, I don't know what happens in London. <laughs> chili prawns. How do you get chili prawns? You wake up. Mind you, no, I'm not going to tell that story. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. And we might we might wrap it up. Yeah, that's cool. Thank, Thank you guys so much for coming in and joining us on this lovely evening. 
yeah. having a bit Thank of a you. conversation with Thank us. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, really Thanks appreciate so it. I think uh, before you go, though, if you don't mind, if you want to drop your, anything, your socials, what you got coming up, what people need to be looking out for you, when the next events are. So, yeah, we really appreciate that. Just to get you out there. After you. Oh, jeez. Drop <laughs> um, <laughs> your socials so you know you love them. Yeah, well, yeah, that's my thing. Not, there's not much happening, but, you know, um, when I do have stuff happening, I do try and post. But, um, yeah, just Alinta. Um, I'm on Insta. I'm on Facebook. Um, and also a part of a duet called Belairi and we are actually doing Jungle Love Festival. So awesome. I don't know if they're sold out or, you know, there's still some extra tickets. But I thought they had a few extra. Yeah, they might have up. opened it up. So, yeah, we'll be there and, um, yeah, hopefully later on in the year when, you know, other things kind of move out of the way. Um, yeah, I'll be posting more about that music and theatre stuff, so, cool. yeah. Sweet. Um, oh, me. Uh, I love Supreme. Uh, you can find us on Instagram for whenever we're doing parties and events and uh, Double Double is a store, but you can also find us on Instagram. Everyone's on socials. It's fine. Just Instagram's good, but cool. That's, that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, um, Daniel here. You can catch me at uh, uh, Cupid's 808 and also uh Daniel Festus is my personal uh in Instagram um I got a bunch of events and photos and lovely stuff on there I try and share memes as well every now and then um funny ones you know you know yeah niche ones so yeah if if you guys like that that, come hit me up (laughs) kid you up for a meme yeah, I got good memes. Oh. <laughs> the meme game is strong. I like that. Put that in your um, bio. I got good memes. <laughs> Lovely. Bless. Well, beautiful. have Thanks a beautiful rest of the week. Thanks, guys. And that we'll see really you cool. at your next events or on your socials. Cheers. Bye. Bye. I've been Jamel. I've been Jared. And, and we, we are, are Neon Hotline Brisbane. <laughs>